Okay, so what we have here is the 8th edition of the Dietary Guidelines. These are meant to be diet and lifestyle recommendations to promote health and reduce the risk of overweight, obesity, and chronic disease. We have a different focus from the old dietary guidelines. The old dietary guidelines focus primarily on individual dietary components such as a food group or a nutrient. Now they recognize the importance of focusing on entire eating patterns. Everything we eat and drink, not just individual nutrients. We don't eat individual nutrients, we eat food. The dietary guidelines have five points. The things to follow here, A, or one, follow a healthy eating pattern. Then we focus on um, variety, nutrient density, and amount. We focus on things to limit, such as added sugar, saturated fat, sodium. And then we make shifts to healthier food and beverage choices. And lastly, the support healthy eating patterns for all, which means everybody has a responsibility. A healthy eating pattern means that all choices matter. Um, we need to choose appropriate calorie levels to maintain weight, support nutrient adequacy, and reduce risk of chronic disease. A healthy eating pattern includes, and you can see those six blocks, fruit, specifically whole fruit, vegetables, a variety of dark green, red, orange, and even legumes, grains, half your choices should be whole grain, dairy, fat-free or low-fat milk, yogurt, and cheese, or even fortified soy, and then protein. You want a variety, so seafood, lean meat and poultry, eggs, legumes, nuts, seeds, and soy products. Across the bottom, you see the things that a healthy eating pattern will limit, so saturated trans fat. Um, saturated fat should be less than 10% of your calories per day. Sodium should be less than 2,300 milligrams per day, and if you're prehypertensive or hypertensive, 1,500 milligrams per day. Added sugar, we'll do this much more in class. However, this is the first time that there's a specific recommendation that added sugar be limited to 10% of the total calories. Some basic sugar information. In 1970, we consumed 24 gallons of pop a year. 1997, that was up to 53 gallons. That comes out to be 612 ounce cans a year. That's over two a day. Some of you drink zero, which means to get an average of two, some people drink much more. The 1950s, a child size was eight ounces. Today, a child size is eight ounces. I'm sorry, 12 ounces. A large is 32 ounces, which is 310 calories. Next, we need to choose a variety of nutrient-dense foods from each group. The goal is to pick nutrient-dense choices. Look in your book for a definition of nutrient density. Picking this way, we can meet our nutrient needs while limiting caloric intake. This represents shifting to healthier foods and beverages. Again, we need nutrient-dense choices across all groups. We should also be able to consider cultural and personal preferences to make these shifts easier. Um, it can be simply making a shift per meal, a shift per day, or a shift per week, but small changes over time will make a difference.
this just shows you um, basically the intake compared to the recommendations. So that's the percent of U.S. population ages one years old and above who are below, at, or above each goal. So the orange bar represents below. The blue bar represents intake above. So if you see America's consuming not enough fruits, vegetables, grains, dairy, protein, or oils, and we're consuming plenty sugar, saturated fat, and sodium. Lastly, everybody has a role in supporting healthy eating patterns. This means in the home, in the school, the government, everybody has a responsibility. Something that the dietary guidelines addresses, but that was not specifically one of those five points, is to also meet the dietary guidelines for Americans. This is broken up into 6 to 17 year olds and 18 to 64 year olds. So 6 to 17 year olds should perform 60 minutes of moderate, vigorous aerobic activity. Three days a week of muscle strengthening, three days a week of bone strengthening. Okay, 18 to 64 year olds, 150 minutes a week moderate intensity or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity. And then for more benefits, we can increase aerobic activity to 300 minutes per week um, of moderate or 150 minutes of vigorous and two days a week of muscle strengthening. Lastly, we have sugar. Um, this was already covered a little bit, and we're going to go into much more detail in class, uh, so just be prepared.